Well, it's the beginning of a new year, 2023. We're still in January. And this year, our theme is the kingdom is now. And if not now, when? And so I think a lot of us, I mean, being the new year, have been making probably plans and started to look at what we want 2023 to look like where we want to be when we get to the end of 2024. And if you're like me at all, you like a good set of realistic dreams. I like to know that I'm going to achieve things during the year. Is anyone else one of those people? Do we like to... If you're one of those people, you probably also do what I do, which is when you write your to-do list, you add stuff you've already done just so you can tick it off for the, uh, for the adrenaline rush, for the endorphins. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of you here that like that. And so if you are like me, like when you look at your dreams for the year... You like to bring a level of realism. You like to look at things that like, maybe you said you were going to go to the gym every day, but now it's like, you know what? Twice a week is pretty good, better than last year. That's an achievable dream. Maybe I'm going to eat veggies every day. Well, maybe I'll just eat more veggies than last year or whatever our dreams are. I feel like we have this um, habit of bringing them back to a realistic level so that we know we're going to actually achieve something during the year. And as I sat down and started to look at this year and what I wanted, I was praying over the list that I'd made and um, really just believing that I was going to be able to see each of those things in my life. But I had this thought as I was praying over it, it kind of just struck me that I didn't need God for any of the things that I had on my list. Like I, in general, would pray over them and pray for strength. But if I looked at my list, if I just had enough self-control and diligence and put in the hard work, most of the things on there I'd be able to do in my own strength. And I'd definitely be asking for help from God with the strength, but there was nothing that I could see that only He could do. And at first I thought, well, that's good. I'm going to have a very achievable year if it weren't for this voice in my head that just said, like, when did you stop believing and dreaming like a person of faith, Sarah? And it kind of just struck me really hard. And I wonder if you've ever found yourself in that space where you're not actually hoping for anything that only God could do. You know, it might be that you've started out with grand expectations and dreams and life has maybe forced you to make them more realistic. Maybe you've had big dreams in the past and you've not seen them. You've been disappointed and let go. And so you've learned. You've learned not to do that to yourself again. Or maybe you're here and and you're not a person of faith and you're trying to figure out how to dream big dreams when you're just relying on the universe and your own hard work. I want to know when we stopped dreaming like people of faith. It's an important question to ask because I think and I, well, I know that we have a lot of unrealistic dreams hidden deep down inside of us. I know that there are things that we are desperately hoping to see, but maybe we never actually voice or we try not to think about, or maybe they're just on the side, on the fringe of our mind going, man, it would be nice if this happened, but we're not actively dreaming and believing to see the day that it does. And I think that's something we need to change this year. I think we need to start, oh, sorry, we need to start dreaming like people of faith. 
And earlier this week, a friend shared this great quote on Instagram. And I was like, this is exactly what I'm trying to say. This is what I want to have in my year. And it's by an author called Mark Batterson. And he's uh, an American author and pastor. And he says this, he says, chase after a dream destined to fail without divine intervention. Chase after a dream destined to fail without divine intervention. That's what I want this year. Those are the dreams I want to have this year. It's been a while since a thought has consumed my mind so, so much. And I wondered what would happen if we started dreaming like this? If as a community, we started dreaming and postured ourselves toward faith and had unrealistic dreams. And so my message title is New Year, Unrealistic Dreams. And so I think we need to start by asking ourselves two questions. Um, I don't really have points so much as these two questions I really want us to think about and explore this morning and then look at how we can um, move forward from here. But the first question, question is, I think we need to ask ourselves, have we sacrificed a God-sized dream for a realistic dream? In Ephesians 3.20, it says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory. You know, I think sometimes we can believe in something without actually letting that belief translate into our life. Like, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, that he came and that he died for us and set us free. I believe that God created the universe and that everything we see and everything we are as people came from God. And yet I still struggle to live that out in my dreams because they're very realistic. In Romans 1.20, it says, For his invisible attributes... His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made so that we are without excuse. It's saying that when we just open our eyes, when we look at the world, when we look at creation, if we believe in God, we cannot ignore his power. We cannot ignore his hand in our world. We have no excuse And so that's something that we need to bring into our frame. When we're planning the year, when we have those thoughts, man, it would be nice if this happened. Man, it would be nice if I saw breakthrough here. Don't push it aside. Remind yourself of the God who created everything and believe that he has the power to bring that breakthrough. That's what dreaming an unrealistic dream looks like. Immeasurably more than we can ask and imagine. And you know, I think... It's a fear. It's scary to believe for something that only God can do because only God can do it. I love it when I can control the outcome of something. I know that if I put in the hard work, if I'm diligent, I'm going to see a result. And it is really hard to put your heart and your faith in something that you do not have control over. But I think it's important to be vulnerable with God. It's important to have those dreams. Uh, Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians, he says this at the start of his letter. It says, And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. 
I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. He says, I came to you with fear and trembling so that you would know it was God. You know, I think we need some more dreams that make us feel a bit weak before God, a bit vulnerable, that make us tremble so that when we see them, we know it could have only been God, that our faith would be encouraged, that we would be just surprised even. Oh, sorry. And so I think we need to remind ourselves that God is powerful. We need to not forget that it's okay to become before him in fear with a dream that seems too big. He is trustworthy. He is kind and he is good. But this isn't a promise that we'll get everything we want in this journey of life. I think that needs to be said. As I mentioned before, like a lot of us have had dreams that we haven't seen and we won't see. And that's just the truth. I mean, if you got everything you ever asked for, I would love to meet you and I would love to know exactly what you're praying. But I don't think we're ever going to find that. There are going to be some real disappointments and hurts in this world that we cannot explain. And so this isn't a promise of getting everything that we ask for, but there is a promise of peace in this. There is a promise of being able to faithfully dream a bigger dream and trust in God even when you don't see things come about the way you want them to. And in Philippians 4, 6, that promise says, don't be anxious about everything, but by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Dream big. Tell him what you imagine. Tell him what you envision. Give him the list of everything that your heart desires. Take your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your hearts and your minds. It's saying, trust me. Tell me what you desire. Don't hide things from me. Don't be afraid to share those things that you desperately want to see. And here's my promise. I'm going to guard your heart. I'm going to protect it. I'm going to give you a peace that doesn't make sense so that if something doesn't happen the way you expect it, you're still able to stand strong in faith. You're able to dream again. It doesn't stop you from moving forward as a faith-filled person with big dreams. It's a promise of peace. And if that was the only thing we got, like that's a good reason to tell God your dreams. You know, I've had a few things that have never quite come about and as, as, as upsetting as that is, I've never, ever regretted trusting in God and having had faith for those. I've never, ever regretted having believed wholeheartedly that I would see it because it's given me the strength to do it again. You know, it becomes a habit. It becomes a pattern. It's, some, it's like a muscle we work to faithfully believe for things. And so I want to encourage you with that. Have we sacrificed God-sized dreams for realistic dreams? Let's trust that God is good and God is powerful and he is a creator. He creates dreams. He creates opportunities. And when things don't work out in a way that we understand, he's got peace for that. We don't need to fear that future. And so I know we have some unrealistic dreams and I wonder if it's time to start taking them to God full of faith and expectation because if not now, when? 
And the second question I think we need to ask ourselves when we're dreaming about the future is, have we, have we forgotten the dream that Jesus gave us in pursuit of our own? You know, at the culmination of Jesus' ministry, after his resurrection, the, one of the last things he gives to his disciples is this commission, is this dream for them to take onto their hearts. And I know when he says this, he knew he wasn't just speaking to them. I think Jesus knew when he said these words, this would be a generational dream. This would last probably forever, thousands of years. It's been thousands of years already. And in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, it says this, And Jesus came and he said, All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. You know, the hope that we're talking about this morning is because of Jesus. You know, he came and he lived as a human and he showed us how to live a life that was the perfect way to live as a human, showed us how we could bring life into our own lives and into our communities, showed us how we could draw near to God, how we could actually lean into the intention that we were created with. And he did all of that to display his great love for us, which included dying on the cross. And then at his resurrection and afterwards, he has this dream that everyone would know what he did, that every person in the world, in every nation, in every area would know that he loved them, would know what he did for them, would know what he represented in our lives today, that no one would be forgotten. And that's a pretty unrealistic dream. He's talking to like 10 dudes and he's saying, send this to everywhere on the earth. He's not just talking to them. I think he knew those words would be a mark of his ministry and that we would carry them in our hearts. And I think the hope is that God, we would see what God did in our lives. We would see the transformation. We would see the impact of knowing Jesus and we couldn't help but share that. We couldn't help but bring that into the world like he asked. See, the ultimate dream is not for us that one day we die and we go to heaven and it's like party time forever. The ultimate dream is that we would start bringing heaven here today in every little decision we make, in every moment that we could follow the example of Jesus and see his dream come to reality here. Jesus had an unrealistic dream for us, but I believe with my heart that that is going to be a reality one day. And I am so excited for that. It's a big dream. It's a big commission, but God refused to sit back and watch. He entered the story And he showed us how we could live a better tomorrow. And so have we forgotten God's dream while we're chasing our own? When you look at the plans you've set for 2023, is it actually on your heart to see God's dream in this world? Do you want to see transformation in people's lives and their hearts because of Jesus? Do you want to see strongholds breaking and um, life and purpose in our communities? I think every single one of us wants that. And so let's not forget God's dream. You know, the, the quote I shared earlier, chase after a dream destined to fail without divine intervention. I would add to that. And I would say, let's not forget to chase after the dream for which the divine intervened. I think that is how we can really build an incredible 
2023 and future, if we're dreaming our wildest dreams and chasing those and just trusting that God is going to bring what needs what we need into our lives when we need it, then we're going to be able to move forward so fruitfully, so joyfully, so vision, visionary and focused that the things and the disappointments of this world will fade into the background. And if we can remember to keep God's dream in front of us, the dream that God intervened in the world and came as Jesus to share with us, then we're going to start to see incredible things happen in our world and in our community. And so are you ready to dream some unrealistic dreams? You know, it's about setting a posture of faith. So why don't you, this is something that I did this week as I prepared. I realized, I thought, well, if I'm going to talk about this, I should probably (laughs) do something myself. And I sat down and I just decided I'm just going to write out the things that I know that I want to see happen that I haven't been brave enough to ask for. I'm just going to write down, and I just literally wrote down like 2023 faith dreams. And then I wrote uh, future faith dreams because I think there are some things I might not see this year, and I'm just a very structured person. So this is just how I did it. Do it however you will. But I think go home, sit down, write out everything that's on your heart, everything you can think of, everything that you can bring before God and trust in Him and let peace overtake your heart. Let peace go into every single one of those things, but be filled with faith that, man, if you dream a bigger dream, you're going to see some incredible things. If you actually ask, if you actually request, you know, there are some things I think that we don't see mostly because we don't think to dream of them, mostly because we don't think God's big enough and we aim small. Let's aim high. Let's trust that he can do more. And so write down a list, everything you can think of, things that are on your heart, And actually pray over that. Actually look at it. Be active in it. Don't try to forget it, especially if it's something that's painful and you're like, I really want to see breakthrough in this situation, but it hurts to think about. Don't push it to the side. Let God replace that fear with a sense of peace, with a sense of faith. Let God bring joy back into that that prayer. And so let's make a list. Let's pray over it every day. And remind ourselves of who God is. Remind ourselves that he is a miraculous God. And I wonder, have you included Jesus in the dream, uh, Jesus in your dreams for this year? You know, something that's really important for that is we need to make sure that we're out in community. Like we need to make sure that we're actually a part of the world because it's very hard to share a message with people that you do not meet. It's very hard to share a message with people you refuse to engage with. So let's make sure that a part of our dream for this year is engaging in our community, is being a part of it, not to just overwhelm people with the Bible or scripture, but actually to be a voice and a person who's on that journey with them. Make some friends. Become genuinely invested in some people and just wanting to see Jesus do in their life what he did in yours. And being that simple voice who can comfort, who can bring peace. Maybe they don't know to pray for peace and you can pray for that for them. And you can tell them, hey, I'm believing for this. I'm believing with you. That's the voice that we need in our communities. It's not someone telling them what God thinks about this and that. It's actually someone who goes, hey, I believe in a God who has peace and who's amazing and can do amazing things. And I'm believing for that for you. I think that's how we're going to see Jesus' dream come back into our communities. And so what would happen 
if we started dreaming like this? What would happen if, as a community of believers, we postured ourselves as people of faith and had some unrealistic dreams? You know, I think we would start to see some incredible breakthrough. I think we would start to see some incredible momentum in our lives. I think that there are a lot of dreams out there to be dreamed, a lot of things that God is ready and waiting to do if we would just have the faith enough to believe and chase after them. You know, I think there are a lot of people who are going to be praying for a miracle this year, for a number of things. And I'm believing with my whole heart that God is going to touch that situation and He's going to change it. And I think if we all like to stand this morning, I'd love to pray over some of those things. Because life is a bit unsteady, it's a bit unstable, but God is stable. God is someone we can trust in. And so this morning, why don't you close your eyes and I just want to pray for everyone here right now who is believing for something, who is daring to dream for something this morning. And we're just going to pray together. So why don't you raise your hand if that's you and we're going to pray for breakthrough. We're going to believe in a God of miracles. We're going to believe that there is going to be a change this year. Father God, we just thank you so much that you are a big God. You're a God who loves us, who is kind and caring and who sees every single one of us, God. I thank you that you see our hearts and you see the desires that we have, God. I pray that we would be really open right now with you. The things that we're desperately believing for, things maybe we haven't voiced before, God. Right now, we just pray for that peace that we don't understand, God. We pray right now that you would just fill our hearts, overwhelm us with a sense of comfort and peace that You are trustworthy, God, and we are believing for breakthrough, God. Right now, I just want to declare that there are going to be some miracles here today, God. There are going to be some miracles in 2023. We are going to hear stories of how people dreamed a big dream and you brought them something bigger, God. And we just thank you and we believe for that with our whole hearts this morning, Jesus. In your name, amen. You know, while we're here, I think it would be appropriate to pray if, for people who maybe aren't on that journey with Jesus. Maybe you're trying to build a beautiful life and, and dream big dreams, but you struggle with how to do that on your, own, on your own understanding. And I want to tell you that there's a God who has a purpose for you, who has peace for you. And if that's you this morning, why all of our eyes are closed just for one more moment, you can raise your hand right now and It's so easy to begin a journey with Jesus. It just starts in your heart. It's just saying, you know what, God, I think I want to get to know you. God, I I want to know what it is that you have for me. And it's a bold step, but it's the best thing you could ever do. My life has been radically changed by Jesus. And the dreams that I have now, even the life that I have now, doesn't make sense when I think of what I knew before I accepted him. And I really believe that can happen for you. And so if that's you this morning, why don't you just raise your hand and I'm just going to quickly pray for us all. Father God, I just thank you for anyone right now who's choosing to trust in you for the very first time, who's choosing to believe in you maybe for the very first time, God, that you would fill them with a sense of peace, that they can trust you, that as they get to know you, you're someone they can share their dreams with. And Father, I just thank you for every person who has that on their heart right now, that you would give them the courage to take that first step towards you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. So are we ready to dream some unrealistic dreams? Good, good, good. Well, I'm going to welcome Pastor Sue. She's going to give you some more information.